As we dig into the story of the birth of our Savior, there are many life lessons we may not have noticed. Personally, the more I dig in and I ponder all the events of the Nativity, the more I learn and the more I can apply to my life all year long. Join me this week as I talk about lessons from the Christmas story we can live all year. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. Just reflecting on all that God did in Mary and Joseph's lives, it gives me great pause and wonder. They were ordinary people that God did the extraordinary in. It is easy for me to think that they were different from you and me just in what God was able to accomplish, but that simply is not the case. God longs to do the extraordinary in our lives as well. The common denominator I find is obedience and surrender to the will of God in their lives. Is it possible that if you and I simply determine to live an obedient, surrendered life to God, He can do the amazing in our lives? All this week at Raising Kids on Your Knees, we will be unpacking those areas of Mary and Joseph's life that they surrendered to God and how when we choose to do the same, God will do the extraordinary in our lives as well. We're also going to be praying these truths over our children all week, and you can get your free prayer sheet by subscribing to the prayer tribe. I will leave a a link in the show notes so that you can go over there and do that. So let's get started. I want to share with you this week five life lessons we can learn from the Christmas story that you can apply to your lives today and live them out all year long. The first thing I want to share with you is that there are times in our lives when God hems us in. We have all felt that this year. Look at Luke 138 with me. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. Mary was hemmed in. Here she is, pregnant, unmarried, and no way out. God had chosen her to carry the Christ child. Somehow, I don't think it felt like she had found favor with God. Yet, that's exactly how she found herself in this position. And there was no way out. The only way was to trust God through it. Do you find yourself hemmed in and no way out? Could it be that this just might be God's favor in your life? A place where he has you so that you will see him. Ask him about that. He loves it when we want to see him. And he's anxiously awaiting for us to ask. Does he have one of your children hemmed in and you can't rescue them? Or maybe you can rescue them. Let God work in their lives and don't stand in the way of a blessing in their lives that God wants to show them. I'm sure many of you listening have experienced an unexpected pregnancy. I had a few myself. Gabriel comes to Mary with this announcement in Luke 131. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you will name him Jesus. Imagine the demise of this unplanned pregnancy today. More than likely it would have ended in abortion, a child of inconvenience. 
God values life and he values the giver of life. He values inconvenience and he values those who are willing to do the hard thing. And before you think the easy way out is to just get rid of the problem, you may want to think twice. Trust me, I made that mistake and it will forever be my only regret in life. God has a plan and a purpose for everyone. Even those unwanted or unexpected pregnancies come with a blueprint from God to bring honor and glory to himself. When we take matters into our own hands, we forever rob ourselves and others of the blessing that life would have brought. If you made that choice to abort an unexpected pregnancy and are regretting your decision, there is hope and healing in Jesus. You can read about my personal experience with abortion in these two books, The Truth About Abortion No One Tells You, which is my story, and then Set Free, my journey of healing after abortion. You can simply click on the link in the show notes and they will take you right over to Amazon where you can purchase those books. Something that Mary and Joseph experienced firsthand was that God will always provide. Let's look at Luke 2.7. She gave birth to her first son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. I love the language in this version. Jesus was wrapped snugly in strips of cloth. God does always provide. However, his provision isn't always what we think it should be. Mary and Joseph didn't get a nice hotel room in Bethlehem. There were no hospital beds for the birth of God's son. God provided a humble, lowly place for the birth of his son. Not surprisingly, among the servants of man, which were the barn animals. And Mary and Joseph humbly accepted it. In all honesty, the inns back in those days were big rooms that everybody shared. How awesome for God to provide the privacy of a barn. How many times have you and I missed God's provision in our lives simply because we weren't willing to see it, thinking that we know better what that provision should look like? Or how many times have you stepped in and provided for your children when God wanted to be the one to bless them? Every time we step in or are unwilling to see and trust God's provision for us, we have missed a blessing. God created each one of us with a need for others. Even what must have been so lonely raising God's own son, God didn't leave Mary and Joseph alone here on earth. Let's look at Luke 2.15. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. God sent out birth announcements in the form of angels. He sent shepherds and magi to visit the babe, not the usual family members we are used to seeing at the birth of a child into the family. But nonetheless, Mary and Joseph were not left alone. Do you feel alone? I do, sometimes, and sometimes God has brought the most unexpected people into my life. Set aside the expectations of who you think should be in your life and allow God to bless you with unexpected visitors. For those of us with older children, there are times when God will bring them to a place where it looks like they are all alone. 
God will always bring someone to them, and every time he does, their faith in him grows. I want to wrap us up today talking about how during chaos, Jesus brings peace. We have all certainly seen our share of chaos these last 10 months or so. Can you imagine the chaos around the birth of Jesus from beginning to end? Isaiah 9, 6 says, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. The trip to Bethlehem was over. The labor and delivery were behind them. In that moment, in the middle of all the chaos of the barn, Mary held her newborn son and looked on his face for the first time. And so did God. Imagine the joy, not only on Mary's face, but also on God's to see his son in the flesh in whom he was well pleased. His only son to be conceived in such a way to come and save you and me from our sins. To bring love, grace, and peace to his creation so that we may live forever in relationship with him. As you and your family celebrate the birth of our Savior this Christmas, may you know the love, grace, and peace of him who loves you and who came to save you. As you're decorating your tree and your house and are in your kitchen baking this season, take some time to reflect on these things. My prayer is that this week will be a blessing to you no matter how different it may look this year. Merry Christmas from all of us at Raising Kids on Your Knees. Let me pray for you today, Heavenly Father. Lord Jesus, you are such an awesome God. Thank you so much for the birth of your son. Thank you for sending him here specifically to draw us back to you, to make a way for us to have a relationship with you. Lord, help us to ponder the truths of this story and Lord, to apply them daily to our lives. We give you all the thanks and praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen.